0: Where is your church located?
1: Uh, It's in Hydra, Kentucky, um, which is Knox Knox County. The county is Knox County, Kentucky. It's not a big county. I guess it's around 30,000, I think, the population of the county. It's a very rural area, a very mountainous area.
0: Okay, what would be the closest large city?
1: The closest large city would be Lexington, Kentucky.
0: Lexington, okay. Okay. Both about an hour and a half, you know, south and north. Okay. So, would you say that the revival started with people coming out of drug addiction? Oh, most oh, certainly. Uh
1: huh. Yes. And me and my wife both we're in our 29th year. Okay. drugs. And, uh,
0: oh. So, you were once an addict yourself.
1: I sold groceries there, but also a lot of illegal things. And in the back, I had some pol- illegal poker machines. And a bad slim preacher come in one night, lost all his money and won the poker machines. And uh, he sold me his car. an old crack Laverne Levin- convertible. And I got brought it home, and right was a top lead. I'm going to church one time so my aunt will leave me alone. And she <laughs> went that night. And God delivered her of s- almost seven years of opiate addiction mm. and saved her. And she came back home and said, Um, uh, honey, God saved me. I don't want to do drugs anymore and I love you now. And I was like, What? And I just got upset over it <laughs> and I end up um, you know, she wouldn't get more drugs. I knew that was her life, and I thought, Well, I've always been the leader in her life. And she's been with me since 13 since she was 13. I said, me and this God thing ain't going to work. Well, she didn't choose me, and I knew it was real, so I couldn't sleep and the next night, next day, I mean, I went looking for a church. I thought, that must be what I need to do to get what she's got, and I wandered into a Pentecostal church, and I stood against the wall, and I went up the altar, and I got down, and I said, God, I need what my wife's got. And when I come up, this little man had his hand on my chest and the back, shaking me as hard as he could going, have you got it, son? Have you Show that I could haul 16 kids, in, if I set them just right, and uh, of course in Kentucky yeah, I went to 3 haulers, halls—a manual Hall, a California hauler, a Baby hauler. At that time they were all gravel roads and never got on blacktop. And, and then my wife woke up one night and said, "Honey, we ran out of room in that little church. It'd hold about 40." She said, "God showed me He's going to give us that Pentecostal church downtown and that parsonage." That sure enough, I met two men at Burger King, and they gave us the church. That we've been in on January 6, 2001, church and Parsonage, and then God opened up 11 federal prisons to me and started going in there, and that ultimately led to uh, me. My wife opening a place called Hope City. It's a six-month recovery program for women coming out of addiction and mothers either having babies, and then I know I'm telling you a lot of information. My boys were middle school teachers. They're sixth year they resigned. And they started running a place called Redemption Road Recovery. So though we had a lot of people coming out of recovery, there, which led ultimately to a lot of people in recovery come to church with us, and then other people just. From so now our church is full of people out of recovery, coming out of human trafficking, coming out of you know uh, abuse in a different ways. So I would say eighty percent of. to the morning after worship's just been unbelievable, uh, and a lot of men have preached for the first time that you think had preached their whole life, you know, it's just <laughs> amazing, God's raising people up really fast, and disciples are being made, and it's just been, um, you know, God's just been wonderful, and I, and, it, and it's just brought a new renewal in my life, you know. Uh,
0: are you saying that you've met for 83 nights in a row? Isn't that fantastic?
1: I mean, we were praying for and I don't. It's not just because I went numb all over, but it was just. It was just you could feel God just the power of God in such a way, and even the lead evangelist Billy Joe Hall looked at me and like "I don't know." You could feel God's just. I, I, at the same time, I think it's just the hour we live in too. It's a very. I know it's a dark hour. and it seems like a lot of people are just lost. You know, I guess the difference being my wife when we first got coming over the Lord. I never forget, there was this lady named Sister Dean and Brother Jenny Lee. There were people that, if you need to call them at 3 o'clock in the morning, you know, she was probably in her 80s or late 70s. She was there. Me and my wife would talk to her for four or five hours. There were brothers, older brothers in the Lord that you could go to at any hour and time of need. They would pray with you. There were house meetings women, And it just seems like you look around now, you just don't see that. You just don't see the fellowship. I mean, we're blessed to have it. We didn't set out to do it, but somehow we created a community of believers, Mm -hmm. and people are just coming
0: from everywhere. You know. Yes. It's the same. A lot of them are like, "I've been looking. I've been waiting on
1: this. I've had pastors, and I have. I had another one just call me from Montgomery, Alabama. He's like, "I'm a pastor." This, I just want to ask you: How did this start? We've been—I've been praying for revival. What was y'all praying for? I'm trying to get my people to pray. We need revival, you know. And then I've had parents. My, my call started seven o'clock this morning from a mother from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. You know, my son was—he went to Teen Challenge. He was doing good for seven years. Now he's back out in addiction. Oh, you know, I'm like, what? I, I, I said we'll pray for him, you know. And I'm like, and I'm. I'm, I'm blessed I've got people that'll take off to the mill of the night I mean, God has raised his disciples. I've got so many that the... Pre- I'm mean, what am going to do with all of them, you know? <laughs> that's,
0: okay. that's a good and problem. If you, if you come down right now and say, hey, Scott,
1: I need 10 people right now to go to Nairobi, Africa. I need 10 to go to North Korea. I mean, they, they, hands would go up. You know, they'd go up, you know. I'm, I'll
0: go. <laughs> so can, you know, send me. <laughs> yes. start doing First love. first love and he tells them repent and do your first works over
1: and I realized that the place I come to even with the prison ministry I had going on and all, you know, all the things working with the, I, even though I was for me, I'm sorry, what's your first name? Mark. Mark, I realized for me, here I was, deep in drug addiction and, in, and trafficking in drugs with a store, with a 24-hour game room and a lot of other illegal activities going on. I realized that, I, I didn't know, I, I'll never will forget, a, a saber lot was next to my 24-hour game room, which was mainly just a, a lot of pool tables, a lot of card games, but it was open all the time. But on, on Saturday mornings, this one lady would bring her eight-year-old son in there to play, like, the arcade games. I never knew Michaels, she must have known what kind of place it was. And I would be in there hungover, and he would play the games. But one day, she picked him up, walking out the door. He looked back at me and said, when I grow up, I want to be just like you. Okay. And I was probably about twenty-three, twenty-four 24 at that time. And I remember thinking when we went out the door, thinking, I wouldn't want him to be like me, even though I didn't know nothing about God. Yeah. And let me know I wouldn't want to be like me and I realized that night my wife walked in Only went to church so her aunt would leave her alone when she walked in and looked at me and said God save me I don't want to do drugs anymore and I love you now she didn't quote the scripture to me she didn't tell me I need to get right with God by her saying that 29 years ago transformed my life forever mm-hmm. and I realized I was blind and I look back now, and I didn't know how miserable I was, but I realized that the Bible said when Jesus came into the world, that he brought light into the world, that light was the life of his Father in him. My wife left that night as dark and as blind as I was, but when she walked in that night, the
0: life of God was in her, and it was a light unto me. That's and fabulous. Time. That's what, so I
1: Yeah. And I got to realize that, you know, no matter what addiction they're in, or what style of life they're in, or what it may be, if they're bound down by the cure of this life. I almost that person. Yes.
0: Now, you and said you blinded. you and your wife found the Lord twenty nine years ago. Yeah. How long ago did you plant this church?
1: We planted the church in nineteen ninety eight. Okay. Was it wasn't long after we found the Lord? Okay. And it's just going to increase. I've learned uh, truly if you sow, you will reap in due season. If you faint not, if you sow, you know, if you sow through the Spirit, you'll reap life everlasting. And I realize that God has just been faithful, and I've just strived uh, to trust Him. And mm-hmm. I'm still trying to trust Him. I would no way want to give off that I've come that, you know, I've got it all figured out, or, you know, I'm fully trusting God if I want to, you know. Yeah. I'm learning
0: that. Truly, I really don't know. He knows everything. Oh yes. Now, people use the word revival loosely. When did you first recognize something unusual was happening, and what were the marks of that?
1: Really, when it really those odds may be in the beginning, but the 54th night is when I really realized things was changing. And then it really, and then, of course, last night, which, I mean, no, Sunday night. No, no, last night. I'm sorry, last night. Yeah, last night, which I'm not sure might have been 82nd night. I'm not sure anyway. But um, um, that's what I really felt. You know, the power of God, even Billy Joe. Now, Billy Joe's been sung over for quite a few years. He, from Jack to Tim, wonderful young man, young man of the world. Compared to me, I'm getting returned to 58. I think Billy Joe's about 44. And, um. It's just a, the power of the Lord was so strong last night. I mean, compared to all the nights. You know? I don't know if it was because of the man having private had leukemia. I'm not sure, but um, I'm not sure what it was, but it was just, you felt it, it was just, man, just, you know.
0: It, I, I mean, it was just, it was overtaking, you know. Hmm. Isn't that wonderful? Yes, it's just Pe- People talk about, and I, in fact, I was just looking at a book called Joy. Unspeakable. Would would you say that's a characteristic? Yes,
1: most definitely. And seeing all the, you know, I'm I'm probably um, I'm I am trying to sound probably about fifty eight, <laughs> <laughs> about fifty eight. But probably, um, there's probably maybe um, five people in the church that's older than me. Okay. I would say the average age in the church is about thirty five. Average, yeah. So in the old, you know, in the thirties. And you see these people, a lot of them, that really never knew nothing about the Lord. Mm. Um, coming to know the Lord. And, of course, some of them, you know, in really a, a worship, a, you know, a pure worship, if I can put it that way. A real, you know, it's hard to get the service back from them, you know, for preaching. <laughs>
0: they
1: were told, they, I'm not, I mean, they go into three hours you know, you wouldn't get it
0: back. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> now, how many were at your gathering last night, would you say? Yes,
1: our church will hold a little over three hundred.
0: Okay, and, and it's
1: full. Yeah, so um, it like you know, it's and I think you know, I, a Sunday um, I, I baptized nine more. Yes. They And, you know, and then families and it's just, you know, you know, it, and, and people that had no hope that thought this is the best their life is going to be, you know, and God just brings them. And they're so shocked on them, you know. Yeah. And, you know, they don't, they, don't, they didn't know, know there's a life like, you know, a life like this. that God loved them. That, you know, as I tell people, we can take an old piece of furniture and we could restore it, make it something look mm-hmm. nice. But God can take ashes, a life that the world say, there's nothing, no hope for them. There's nothing left. And God
0: can take ashes and make something beautiful out of it. Only God can do that. I, I love it. Now, are the same people coming back every night?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then say, so, yeah. Yeah. But every night. Yeah. Every night. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's funny, a funny while ago, we were getting ready to leave, and a man comes wondering, because we've left this other church, this man kind of tall, slim, and real nice. He comes wandering down beside the house. And I'm like, where's that guy going? So uh, he was from Lexington, Kentucky. And he's like, I meet him super. I I said, Well, was you coming? Are you down here to visit? And I'm looking for the revival. He was a missionary to North Korea. I mean, to uh, South Korea. No, Vietnam. Vietnam. Yeah, thanks, man. Vietnam. He said, I'm just chasing, looking where God's looking. And and I can tell uh, with Texas, I'm getting calls. are saying, Where's a good motel around there? Uh, you know, we've been looking, so I think about next, probably about the next week, I think we're going to see people just, as I can tell, they're planning, making plans to come, and I don't know what we're going to, what we're going to put on, but <laughs> I can tell they're coming, you
0: know. Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, I'm so uh, thrilled to hear what God is doing in your midst, and uh, pray it will just continue to grow and, and bring transformation into people's lives. So oh, I'm thankful for that, yes. I, I, my prayer is it sweeps the whole country and the world. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, I will say this, that for the, all the ladies uh, for that work in recovery to come out, they have prayer every morning. What's you all time y'all used to pray? About 8 to 9 an hour every morning. And the men, which they gather, probably about 50 roughly that gather every morning uh, for prayer about the same time. They're about 30 miles apart. And then the ladies again pray. Of course, we've been in a revival. They pray in the evening. So, I, I, you know, prayer has definitely been the key to, uh, and that seems to be like when people call me, ask what's going on, they're like, I'm trying to get my people to pray, you know. and I think that's another thing. I think prayer, you know, a lot of people pray, I believe, like they're leaving God a message on the answer machine, uh-huh. uh, and not realize that God is moved by Yes. Yes. But, you know, just talking to you, I mean, you know, just talking to you right now is encouraging me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good. Good. Well, this is uh, exciting and did you say you had an offer for a bigger facility?
1: Okay, okay. And then we may start looking, uh, you know, I don't know, um, you know I, really, I really don't have really much of an idea. Because we're having, you know, service every, every day, so.
0: Yes, that's what's so amazing to me, is that you can, that this is sustained every night. I
1: know. it.
0: And you can only, that doesn't happen in human terms. It can only be a move of God that could do that.
1: I know, One of the local, sta- well, local, it's one of Kentucky's uh, main stations. W-Y-N-T. Um, they ca- they called, and she surprised me. She said, "Why i will going be there in the morning. I'm like, okay, this was Sunday morning now. So one of the top three stations in Kentucky came and filmed our service. Mm. That's a regular news outlet. Filmed our service, and she looked at me before she left. She said, I'm afraid I can't do this justice. And she said, they've given me a minute and a half. But I think I can push it to two minutes. And she did a great job, but I, when the eleven o'clock news, I'm sitting looking at the eleven o'clock news pages. Eleven o'clock news. You <laughs> 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 so, know, of course that's no doubt that's a very popular freaking touch.
0: Yes. Have you read have you read very much about the history of revivals?
1: No, I really haven't. I need to do that.
0: Yes. Okay. Well, you know, it's it's uh it would be interesting It would be interesting. Well, the Welsh revival in the early 1900s is uh noteworthy along with the Azusa Street revival here in California. There was a revival in the Scottish uh uh Hebrides Islands, uh, I think a little bit after that. But you know, there have been revivals throughout church history and it, it would be interesting to uh for you to know more and, and compare perhaps uh uh just what you see God doing. But yes, it, I will do that. i will, I appreciate that. I will do that. Yeah, yeah. Because you're in the center of it and it makes uh those of us who are a, a long way away,s uh, envious in a way, <laughs> wanting to be with you, and to be part of what's ha- what God is doing. Yes, I uh, pray. Yeah,
1: you definitely keep us in your prayers. We definitely covet your prayers.
0: Yes. Okay. Well, it's so good to talk to you, Pastor, and I, I just pray that God will continue to supply the wind of the Spirit under your sails and oh, thank you. Yeah, propel thank this you. further. And I'm hoping it spreads.